My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Who runs your life? Who makes the decisions for you? Well, the way it should work in our democracy is that we make the decisions for ourselves. And when there are large decisions that must be made about our culture, society, filling of the potholes, where does our water come from? What kind of a defense budget should we have? Well, then we elect people to make those decisions on our behalf, and then we can take those people away, right? We can take power from them if they're not behaving correctly, if they're not doing the will of the people. That's the way that this entire country is supposed to work, but something really perverse and crazy happened over the last few years. Corporations began to believe that they were in charge and that corporations were actually acting as political entities. Corporations, which are just homunculus, giant money printing machines, and they provide a service and a product and scarcity, and then we pay for that product. That's what a corporation is supposed to do. The corporation decided, hey, We are the politicians now. They're not elected. Nobody wants any of these suits to be in charge of our lives. But for some reason, corporations decided to get involved in politics. You've seen this with the Nikes and with Black Lives Matter and with the protests and the banking and all the the grifts and the ridiculous woke uh, gesturing, right? And, and, And that's fine. It's been embarrassing. It's been annoying. And nobody likes woke capital. But it really started to hit home in the state of Florida when corporations like Disney began to tell parents whom they should be serving, because parents are their target market, that they were in charge of their children. That's right. Disney is saying that they know better how to raise your kids than you do. Disney is uh, openly admitting that they're going to inject woke and gender ideology into their programming and not ask your consent or permission. Disney has groveled to the fanatical, freakish left, the minority that is screeching and often mentally ill inside of their company and on Twitter, and has decided to essentially destroy this incredible American company. Walt Disney would be spinning in his grave right now. But you see, it's not just that Disney is destroying their legacy. Disney is also actively destroying their customer base by making parents who want their children to just be able to consume healthy and positive and optimistic and wholesome children's programming. They're making sure that we know that we're no longer wanted inside of Disney parks or in Disney products. That's why my family was happy to sell all of our Disney stock and cancel Disney Plus. And even though we live 40 minutes from Disney, we will not be darkening the doors of the wokest kingdom on earth. Yet there is another penalty for going woke other than going broke. It's that you get to shred to tatters some of the nice little crony capitalist deals you had for your massive company. Disney actually existed inside of its own self-governing area. It's crazy. And it's, it's, it's wild that this stuff even exists, but in Florida in 1967, there was a Reedy Creek development act that was passed that allowed Disney to essentially act and operate inside of its own uh, corridor, 39 mile corridor that allowed Disney to really like make the rules, skirt a lot of taxes and do whatever they wished. You see, when Disney decided to get into politics, decided to fight Republicans in the state of Florida, 
a state that is getting redder by the day with the best governor in America, Ron DeSantis, they made a fatal decision. Unlike other places in Florida, the corporations do not run the state. The representatives run the state, and those representatives are rock-ribbed conservatives. And one of these Sabatini is a state representative, the state house of Florida. He's also one running for Congress, and he was just leaving the Florida state house that just passed the bill to get rid of Disney's special little protections Fresh off the vote, Anthony Sabatini joins us now. Anthony, thank you so much for being on The Benny Show. We are uh, very, very excited right now. (laughs) Thank you. It's an honor to be back on. And that was an epic monologue. Thank you for that. What's the deal, man? You got, okay, so you're fresh off the floor, right? You You, the house just had this vote. Please fill us in. So we literally just left a few minutes ago. Uh, There was a couple bills moving through, but obviously the biggest one, is this bill to repeal this crony capitalistic special tax district that Disney had for 60 years. Uh, When Walt Disney first started the Disney Corporation back in 1967, here in Florida, that is, Walt Disney World, we gave them their own self-enclosed universe. They got to make their own rules. They got their own laws. uh, They got to play with their own tax money. They were exempt from all types of taxes and lived in their own little universe. And it's a special privilege. And really, to be honest with you, they probably didn't deserve it, but it kind of went unquestioned for a long time. And now very recently in the last month, Disney's decided to declare war on families in the state of Florida, the Republican party in the state of Florida, really just on the whole state of Florida. I'm the state house district, the state uh, legislative district just to the west of Disney. And I have a huge chunk of their employees and all of their employees that I've spoken to are very critical of the company. They can't believe that the company's been taken over by woke leftists who want to try to turn the company into a, uh, a political um, sort of entrant into the political sphere to start pushing crazy uh, anti-parent legislation. They want to fight our rules that would give parents stronger uh, a stronger role in the education of their children. So they went nuts on us. So we have real leaders here in the state of Florida, me and many in the legislature, and of course, the best governor in the country just said, no, we're not going to let them play that game. So we pushed forth and passed a bill today that eliminates the special taxing district and gets rid of this crazy tax privilege system that they have. They basically had their own county, their own city, their own little world, almost like a little magic kingdom, if you will. And uh, that's going away. They're going to be paying a lot more taxes and they're going to be treated really equally to other theme parks, Universal Studios, other famous theme parks in the area didn't have the same uh, special privilege. But then again, they never really opposed conservatives in the state. Now, uh, Disney's decided to make a big mistake, and I think they're going to suffer some pretty serious consequences. You've been on the front lines of this anti-woke fight in the state of Florida. And clearly, you've been one of the champions for parents and parenting. And I, I, as somebody who became a, uh, a father this week with my second child uh, once over, I just want to say thank you very much for your work. What is the future now for Disney? What does it look like if this bill, presumably, now that it's passed the Senate and the House, gets signed by Ron DeSantis? Well, the first thing they're going to lose is an exemption from all types of regulations. They, just like any other business in Central Florida, is going to have to go and deal with their own city and county uh, commissioners if they want to get things done. Uh, additionally, all they sort of had a giant tax loophole. They're going to be paying upwards $200 million more in tax. And one thing that needs to be understood about this bill is this is just the first step. 
treating them equally under the law is just the first step. There's actually a host of other tax exemptions and loopholes that we're going to be looking at over the next year uh, to close to make sure that Disney is being treated equally to any other company. So if we do what they call combined tax reporting, Disney will have to pay actually up to $600 million in more tax. And that would, of course, give us more leeway to cut taxes for middle class and working class Floridians in the state of Florida and actually award our real voters in the average Floridian, which I think we should have done years ago. And I'm glad that we finally have a leader like Ron DeSantis who's leading us in on that. So that's the first thing is that they're going to have to start paying more taxes, uh, apply, you know, have more regulations applied to them, just like any other business. And that gives us more leeway to award our, our people that we actually, I think, deserve some tax relief. What's the first thing you do in the morning? I know it's a personal question, but I think it's relevant. The first thing I do is roll over and look at my phone. You probably are like millions and millions of Americans and you check in on your favorite websites, apps, your favorite creators. And what if you woke up every morning and they weren't there? They were deleted and erased on the internet. This is the reality for millions across this country every single morning because, well, big tech hates us. That's just the reality. They hate your host right here. I mean, listen, guys, they don't want our worldview to be platformed. And so they come after us. And that's why it's important to build a new internet, a second internet. And there's only one company out there that's doing it, RightForge. RightForge is the internet company devoted to American values and free speech. They're on the front lines against leftist cancel culture, and they're even helping bring President Trump back online by hosting Truth Social. So move your site, your domain, anything that you value online to rightforge.com, the real American internet. Go to rightforge.com now to get started. Support a company that supports free speech and more importantly, supports you, your right to speak as an American. Rightforge.com. Go now. So that is wonderful to hear. Uh, I am sick of paying $12 for a Mickey Mouse shaped ice cream that money has got to be going somewhere and it'd be nice to have that offset regular hardworking <laughs> Americans. Uh, so what you're saying here is that you're going to equal the playing field. I have a business in Florida. I don't get any special tax write-offs. Benny LLC doesn't get any special privileges along with 20 other business owners in just my neighborhood. We don't get any little carve outs. Can you please explain to me like, where did this even come from in the first place? Many people are shocked to know that it exists. And like most, like most crony capitalist deals, it probably existed in, in, in the dark for a reason because people would be upset if they knew about it. That's exactly right. And I will tell you, when it was first created, there was a bit of a reason for it. There were some facts uh, behind uh, you know, why the legislature proposed it in 1967. When Disney World was created in Florida, uh, Florida was still somewhat of a rural state, but Central Florida was truly a backwater part of the state. Other than uh, Southeast Florida and our coasts, there was no serious population. We didn't have the government services uh, to even get to uh, uh, service this great area that we now know as Disney World. So they kind of created this new semi-government structure so that way they can kind of build those services by themselves. But like anything that starts with a good idea, Eventually, power brokers took advantage of it and said, you know, we're just going to exempt ourselves from all types of laws and do everything we want. And guess what? The legislature will never uh, tell us what to do again. They bought off a lot of Republicans and sort of exempted themselves from a lot of things that other businesses in the area uh, were uh, had applied to them. 
And so it just went in the dark for a long time. So now it just made a lot of sense to say, well, why are you guys getting this special treatment when no other business, no other LLC, no other theme park, no, 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 anybody uh, is exempted from. And so, yeah, we want to lessen taxes and regulations for everybody. But the fact that Disney was gaining from this uh, special tax district and nobody else was, and that it's actually at uh, the disadvantage of other people because the taxes they'll pay can actually be seen as tax relief for other businesses and other Floridians. It just made perfect sense to get rid of it. And they gave themselves, uh, you know, sort of, they've offered themselves the opportunity to make themselves the target by declaring war on us. And so um, it, the Reedy Creek tax district going away is a net gain for other Floridians in central Florida. And this is going to happen based on the votes today. This is going to happen. Exactly. Yeah, we passed it today. It's now on the governor's desk. DeSantis will probably uh, sign it either tomorrow or Monday, maybe wow. later in the week next week, but most likely in the next few days. But the bill itself won't take place for a year. We're going to give them a period to wind down this district. There's tax uh, applied in this district, a sort of tax debt that's piled up in the special district that we want Disney to pay down. So there's going to be a, a plan forthcoming in the next legislative session far before uh, when it takes place in June of 2023. But we want them to pay down this tax debt and we want them to um, be able to, uh, you know, not, we don't want to uh, hit anybody else with a tax bill. So this is sort of phase one in the plan to uh, attack, push back on Disney. So Anthony, I, I've been watching some of these Chris Rufo tweets from inside of their little town halls, right? Their little weepy town halls where they're all looking bug-eyed into their, you know, into their little monitors and talking about their feelings. And these Disney execs are such weepy libs. They should love paying more taxes. You're maybe giving them the greatest gift ever, more taxes. They should have no problem with this. <laughs> That's exactly right. You know, these liberals love to talk about everyone pay their fair share. But of course, if it's corporations that they're in charge of, uh, you know, they're kicking and screaming uh, in trying to, you know, be hypocritical about it. But no, you're right. Those leaked, those leaked videos that Chris Rufo uh, was able to get to the wider public show what kind of demented company this is. Now, let me tell you the 80,000 people that work at Disney down below your average worker. These are good people who are totally out of step and really quite critical of the uh, public stances that Disney has made. But these executives at the top, the ones who uh, have been pushing for a genderless park and getting involved in the political arena to try to attack Republicans, they're just really crazy people, uh, quite demented. And uh, I'm so glad that those uh, videos leak because people got a snapshot of what they were up to and what they've been up to for a few years. They just sort of got caught recently, and um, right. thank, thank God they did. Nothing stopping beady-eyed Bob Chapik, total creep. Like, nothing stopping that dude from running for office. If he wants so badly to be involved in Florida politics, then run for state house, for instance. Why don't you start there? Run for mayor. But he doesn't live here. See, and I think that that's – perhaps you could tell me, because you are the person who's actually wise on this issue, but – the way that I see it, and as I was watching those clips from Rufo, these people live inside of their little bubbles in the Hollywood Hills, in Burbank. They live inside of a place that has been utterly destroyed by these policies, and the woke mind virus has set in like a cancer. And so what is happening right now is that this is like a toxic waste pipeline from California 
from all their horrible ideas and all the worst ideas of the most awful, rotted, corrupted people in California who become Disney executives, they're pushing their toxic ideas through into Florida, right? And so now they're thinking that Disney can just run Florida with their California ideology. And that ain't, that dog don't hunt, no? That's exactly right. But first I'll tell you, if Bob uh, ever did try to run for office to save Florida, he'd lose over, uh, uh, overwhelmingly. You know, we actually polled our parents' rights bill, our bill to uh, stop radical transgender ideology in K through third grade. Apparently that's a crazy idea uh, for these guys. We polled it with Democrats, 60 something percent of Democrats, a near supermajority of Democrats were in favor of the bill. And of course, supermajorities of independents and Republicans. So this guy had ne- would never have a chance getting elected anywhere. But of course, they know that what they were trying to do was push policy through uh, the private sector, through the corporate sphere. They thought that uh, the old school Republicans, the old guard of the Republican Party, who used to just lie down and go with the flow whenever the woke uh, corporations pushed a new ideology, were still in power. The truth is those guys aren't in power anymore. It's a new Republican yes. Party. We got guys like Ron DeSantis who are actual fighters. So if they throw a punch, we're throwing two punches back. And that's the difference. They made a miscalculation. These are the times that try men's souls, biblical times, every headline you read, everywhere you look, uncertainty and scary world events that are destabilizing, frankly. I mean, have you checked in on your food prices or gas prices lately? How about inflation? Even President Biden says that in regards to food shortages, it's going to be real. And you're starting to see that happen now. Friends, inflation continues to skyrocket and it will hit your bank account. It already has. 8% of your dollar has been evaporated and probably much, much more. Don't wait until your dollar is worth less to start thinking about protecting yourself. Buy something of actual worth. Gold and silver from Birch Gold. They've withheld the test of time all the way back into the ancient days. Right now, Birch Gold can help you convert your IRA and 401k into a tax-sheltered account in gold and silver. Get started right now. Text Benny to 989898. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, Birch Gold can help protect you. Text Benny to 989898 to begin protecting yourself with gold. So what you will see is not the destruction of Disney World. If you actually still wish to go, what you'll see is Disney paying the same tax rate that presumably my LLC and the seven employees that I have as a small business owner here in the state of Florida that we pay, right? You've you've leveled the playing field. Okay. Well, that just seems like fairness and anti-crony capital. That's what that's. And of course, that's exactly what they don't want. They they love to uh, point out the fact that we're targeting. But the truth of the matter is making the laws apply equally to corporations, the same as it would a small business, is the worst thing that can happen to them. These big guys, these big corporations have been benefiting from outdated laws that they've guarded uh, with you know hand, tooth and nail through political donations for decades. And now that that's going away. They are going absolutely crazy. Now, let me tell you one more thing about their hypocrisy. You know, of course, there's Disneyland and Disney World. Uh, Disneyland's in California. They were shut down for two years. Of course, we had the best COVID response in the nation here in Florida. They started moving their executive offices into Orlando at Disney World to benefit from our Republican laws. Come on. So 
the hypocrisy never ends with these guys. They were literally moving into our state to gain favor under our pro-freedom laws. And I don't know if they still are or not. They might be trying to go the other way, but it's just so funny. There's no shame in these guys' games. So, Representative, you're saying that there are a lot of employees for these parks in the greater Orlando area that you represent. They're your constituents. You must know people who work at Universal Studios, SeaWorld, and the like. There are a lot of theme parks in the state of Florida. Why aren't those parks going woke? What what's going what what kind of mind virus is going on inside of Disney? I don't see anyone being like the Velocicoaster is gay now. <laughs> well, nothing's changed except for the radical elite leftists at the top who are running these companies. You know, the families that work at Disney, the normal people who work at Disney, they don't want any part of this wokeness. They, in fact, the reason a lot of these people love Disney and decided to work there is because they really thought, uh, and this is historically true, that Disney was the pro-family company that was focused on celebrating the magic of childhood and imagination and pro-family values course the top of the company has totally abandoned that dream and gone in the opposite direction and it's trying to pervert and sexualize that uh part of uh, uh of our youth and so it, you know these people are really reeling in shock it, I, I feel bad for a lot of them because they decided to dedicate their lives uh to disney they, they thought that disney truly was a magical company and uh they've just been sorely disappointed and, and really quite shocked at what's going on but universal studios is i mean they have Famous rides, hair, you know, they, they're very, very popular. The, the huge amounts of crowds every single day and weekday. They don't, they didn't go woke. Why? You know, it's a good question. A lot of these big uh, companies are doing it, but Disney is at a whole nother level of speed and alacrity. They are just moving right along. And those uh, executive boardroom minutes that were released uh, show you that these people are to the left of left. I mean, the one lady mm -hmm. on the board, who was talking about having a quote unquote pansexual child and all of this and letting their kids choose their own gender shows that this is a company that has basically a hostile takeover and uh, they're just beating any other company. I mean, heck, heck, most of these companies have gone pretty woke, but Disney is really uh, lapping them at this point in time. So, so as, as you know, as Disney tips over, you're beginning to see, millions of people canceled Disney plus they just had one of their worst stock days uh, over the last five years today, they hit a new 52 week low and they've seen 35% of their capital cut out billions of dollars. 35% of their, uh, of their value has been cut this year. Do you believe that there will be, and you you're saying this organization is incredibly uh, corrupt and corrupted by the woke. Do you believe there will be a moment where they'll say, stop, stop the bleeding. This is enough. We're done. We apologize. And we won't be sticking our clownish mouse nose into politics ever again. That's a really good question. Now, of course, I, I personally think my initial reaction is that Disney plus is going to follow CNN plus into uh, <laughs> waste bin of history and not last very long. But I will tell you, you cannot underestimate the religious fervor. It's almost like a religious yes. for the radical leftists. They would rather tank a company than actually change their views. So what I think you yeah. see happen is the elites at Disney sort of attenuate, slow down, you know, sort of slow roll what's happening. 
but I really doubt that they'll go in a different direction because they're sort of uh, taken over and, you know, encapsulated by this ideology, this woke ideology, which is sort of akin to a religion. And I can't see them abandoning it anytime soon. I can't see them sort of getting smarter about how they're pushing their ideology and slowing it down and going into the darkness a little bit and shadow, you know, being more shadowy, but I doubt they'll change their views. Yeah. The worst performing company on the Dow Jones over the past year has been Disney. On the other hand, you have completely non-woke, the anti-woke electric car company, Tesla, that is hitting and exceeding every conceivable milestone at being a non-woke company. And it, you know, you just, you get to a point where you're saying, whose right is it for you, Bob Chapik and all of you know, all of your mentally ill people that are executives at Disney, like whose right is it for you to destroy something that you didn't build, right? Like when was the last time that Disney made a classic? My wife and I were talking about this. The Disney that I know and love is the Disney of my childhood. And I, watching with clear eyes, I haven't seen them make a classic or make a move that was good or profound or unique or creative in a very long time. It's, they seem to be living off of the ghosts of the past. Better men and women built Disney. And now seemingly these people are trying to destroy it. They, ha- they have no right. I think that's exactly right. You know, Disney was created by a, a genius, a very talented individual. Walt Disney was, was such a creative genius with so much talent. His brother Roy helped execute it. And these guys, these punks that have taken over now, they're just getting by on the fumes of uh, our, pre- our predecessors. You know, the yeah. people that started the company truly were greats. And these guys are just cashing in and trying to get rich on the way down, if you ask me. They're not bringing it to creative new heights. Uh, they're conforming to a, a, a sort of wokeism in the culture that can't last forever because it's just anti-nature. It's wrong. People feel it in their bones. But they're just going to keep going forth. And um, it's sad, but you're right. The the company is not anywhere near measuring up what it once was. Hmm. Do you think in the end it will just turn into the wokest place on earth? They'll get rid of gender bathrooms. They'll get rid of princesses and princes. What what do you think is the end result here for Disney? (laughs) I think that's actually pretty accurate. I think that it's going to go from the most magical place on earth, the official slogan of Walt Disney World, to the most woke place on earth. And, um, you know, it's funny with population growth and everything else they're going to get by there's going to be some people that continue to ignore the ideology and 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 continue to go to these parks but i think the great majority of americans are going to say give me another park let me give me some other alternatives let the free market produce something that is an unwoke version of disney and they're just going to get beat upside their head through competition because you know nobody wants that and uh when there's good alternatives people are going to choose the alternatives because people are looking for an unwoke world right now uh more than ever before people are rising up and courageous political leaders who are calling out uh, what's wrong with these woke cultures these war uh, woke corporations are giving people hope to start to look at different things and uh and, and explore different options as consumers representative sabatini your your work uh, on social media and for families has been nothing short of inspiring. How can our audience find you? How can our audience make sure that they support you in your battle to represent us? I mean, quite frankly, we need more representatives like yourself. What's the best way for people to stay in touch with you? Well, I appreciate that. My uh, 
uh, site for my congressional campaign is sabatiniforcongress.com. And I'm on every social media platform from Facebook together and everything in between uh, at Anthony Sabatini, S-A-B-A-T-I-N-I. Okay. All right. And any other, uh, any other little tricks up your sleeve for this legislative session? Well, you know, Governor DeSantis, once again, uh, knocked a home run out of the park with these congressional maps. The congressional Ah. maps that the governor dropped today were really the big thing we were fighting for. The Disney was sort of the add-on for the session, but these congressional maps wiped out the national lead in redistricting that the Democrats that Pelosi was pushing in places like Illinois, New York, et cetera. We have wiped it out with a net gain of seven, four new Republican seats here in the state of Florida in one day. And the left is just having an absolute mental breakdown. It's been kind of fun to watch. That's the big item this week. You know, I looked at that map and, you know, pausing for a moment, I I looked at the map and I tried to do it with clear eyes because uh, we lived in Washington, D.C. for the last 15 years, my family, and we would regularly travel to Maryland where there is a district dude that legitimately looks like the game Snake. (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, like the old like the old like blocky snake game that you'd have on the Nokia phones. It is the most absurd gerrymandered garbage pit I've ever seen. And so what I did was I tried to say, all right, I love Ron DeSantis. Are the Republicans in Florida going to be engaging in this sort of a thing? Dude, it looked like you dropped a bunch of chiclets like on a Tetris board. Like, it, it's Literally. just like square districts. It, that's you know, exactly and that's, right. That's that's the way they're I mean, that's the way they kind of like are supposed to be. I don't know if. Uh, you know, I, I know very little about the process here, but it, it seems like here's the district. Boom. There's the, this is the area you live in. And, Your and, and eyes so are not deceiving you. These are the most compact districts, clean, square and rectangle shaped districts, probably honestly in the country. <laughs> being a close second to South Dakota and Wyoming and states that are perfect right. as square rectangle. Iowa. So, right. So so that's what we did. But of course, the media narrative is, oh, they're gerrymandered because anytime you're not going out of your way to create a Democrat seat in certain places, that their their new weird woke 21st century definition of gerrymander means, uh, you know, that's gerrymandered. Anything they don't like is a gerrymander. And of course, what DeSantis did and what we did is there was an older interpretation of the Voting Rights Act, the VRA that said you had to go out of your way to create a racial seat, a a historically uh, majority black seat. So you should actually be pushing uh, these sort of twisted snake-like districts to create a black seat. And what DeSantis has said and what the Supreme Court has agreed on is, no, you can't make a seat that's overly reliant upon race. You can't like draw these crazy districts just to make a black seat. That's, That's actually more racialized and, and racist than just making compact seats. And so that's what the governor did. And, uh, you know, these maps are good. And the left is just having a breakdown because they they want to see maps drawn to give them an advantage. And anybody that disagrees is, you know, you've heard it before, racist and all this other stuff. So that's what's going on. Amazing. I mean, it really is. It's just like Orwell's doublespeak. Making a map that's not drawn by racial lines is racist, Right. Like mate, mate, when you design a map like Jerry Nadler's district, right, that is drawn to precisely hit certain race, racial groups. So you're going out of your way to make a map more part of one race than another. That's not racist. That's exactly it is the right. Literal definition of racism. Yep. 
That yeah. is exactly the theory in which they're operating. You know, it's a legally complex subject, but it can be summarized in that exact way. They want to overly rely upon race to make these seats. And we're saying, no, we're not gerrymandering seats. The people that live in an area should be a congressional district. That's the that's the district, period. That's right. And, okay. uh, you know, it's uh, in the in the court is with us for the last four years, especially in the case out of North Carolina. The Supreme Court has said, no, that's the proper interpretation of the VRA, the Voting Rights Act. And it just but, it, you know, what it took, though, Benny's, it took a, a courageous Republican to say, OK, good. The law is on our side. But despite what we get called from the media, we're yes. going to do the right thing. You have a lot of weak Republicans in the legislature who originally were trying to put forth a map that they knew was legally unsound, but was going to make them evade the media criticism. And the problem is, you know, that is how we've lost for decades. Republicans saying, what's it going to take to avoid criticism? What's it going to take yes. to avoid conflict and just appease the left? You try to appease the left. And let me tell you, they're going to come back twice as hungry. Don't ever play the politics of appeasement with these guys. And uh, I'm th thankful to have a governor like DeSantis who's led us into that battle and we're winning. That's right. Toxic, toxic commies, man. You do vicious ex-girlfriend. You don't want to go back to that. Don't try to appease them. Salt the earth and win. Thank you so much, Representative Sabatini, for fighting for us. It's representatives like you that is why my family moved down here to Florida and continued the fight in Congress, please. Well, I'm honored you joined us down here in the free state of Florida. And thank you for having me on the show. It was, uh, it was awesome. <laughs> All right. See ya.